Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. going on champs welcome to the show it is the pigskin champs fantasy football podcast i am your host Derek bordeaux you can find me on twitter at pigskin underscore <clears throat> d rock how y'all doing tonight man how are you guys doing i've got the first episode in a series i want to start doing called commish stuff and that's that's really what it is. It's going to be a really candid conversation between me and you, the commissioner of your fantasy football league. Maybe even somebody who has influence on their league, or somebody thinking about starting a league. You know, I'm a commissioner myself. Tonight's episode is titled "Global Pandemics." I'm going to talk to you guys about the things that I implemented in my home leagues last season in preparation for you know what. We, we had no idea what was going to go happen last year. I had no idea. No idea how the league was going to operate, how games were going to be affected, how players were going to be affected. But we did our best. You know, as, as, as fantasy football commissioners, we did our best. For the most part, I didn't hear a whole lot of weird stuff going on with, you know, COVID-related things in fantasy leagues. So that's a good sign. I, mean, I didn't have any problems in my leagues. And I'm going to talk to you about a couple of rules that I threw into my constitution for pretty much all of my leagues. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. First thing that I, the first section of my global pandemics rule for me says the minimum number of NFL games played for us to count the season and crown a champion is seven. Okay, so I'm gonna start off by, you know, talking about, you know, so when we first, when I first sat down last year to get an idea of what the season was going to be like, try to write down some rules that came that came to my mind. The first thing that I thought about was what happens if the season is cut short? What happens? What do I do? What do I do with payouts? You know, my home, my, my main, uh, home league is, you know, a payout to $50 entry. And what happens if we don't play a full season? So my first thought was, okay, well, I need to, you know, designate a minimum number of games played by the NFL for me as a commissioner to call this season and you know, crown a champion, pay out money. And for me, that, that that number was seven. And, you know, thankfully we didn't get to that point at all. But, you know, just the fact that there was so much uncertainty, I wanted to have that minimum games played as seven. You need to have some sort of threshold of decisions that you're going to make as a commissioner. Now, when there's money involved, it makes things a whole lot harder. You have to be fair and transparent with the decisions you make. And, you know, this was the, this was the first starting point. This was the starting point to accomplishing that goal of being you know transparent and fair. So I figured seven games would be enough. You know, it's outside of the first month of the season. You know, you can get a pretty good sense of who the good teams are. And if the games were canceled, you know, before week seven, I felt like that wasn't enough games. You know, if they canceled a week eight or nine, I feel like you know that's at least that's at least almost half the season, the NFL season, and it's more than half of the fantasy regular season. So I felt like. In the as far as fantasy leagues go, half the half of the year, half of the regular season was good enough for me. Okay, now whether that that number could change from who you know, you could feel a different way. You could say, hey, they have to reach week ten. I'd be okay with that too. 
you know, I thought seven was enough. It's just about halfway, the halfway point of the fantasy season. I feel like that was a good spot to start. Okay, so section two says, if the NFL plans to have a shortened season with notice, our playoffs will consist of the last three weeks of the shortened NFL season. So if the NFL came out and said, hey, we're going to play 10 weeks and then we're going to start our playoffs. Well, our playoffs in my league would be weeks eight, nine, and 10 with the championship game being in week 10. Obviously, this is just a, you know, just trying to cover or give the league some sort of direction when a situation like this could happen. You know, there's a very good chance of that happening last year. I mean, at least the possibility seemed likely that that could be a, that that could be an outcome, you know, but we know we never got to that point, but at least having these things in place so that if it does happen, you know, you're prepared, you have, the league has direction, the league understands what's going to happen. You know, the, the worst thing you can do is make decisions that have such a, a large effect on the season. You know, the worst thing you do is to make those decisions on the fly because you're probably going to get it wrong. So if they gave us notice, we would adjust our playoffs to the last three weeks. All right, section three. If the NFL season is cut short abruptly without notice and is before week seven, the season does not count. No champion is crowned and all buy-in money will either be refunded or rolled over to next year. So like I said, set that benchmark at week seven. That's a full, that is a half fantasy season and just under half of a, the NFL regular season. With that benchmark at seven, if the NFL canceled the season abruptly without notice before that point, the season would be scratched. We wouldn't pay out anybody. All league dues would be refunded or rolled over to next season. All right, section four. If the NFL season is cut short abruptly and is after week seven, we will use current standings to determine a top six playoff bracket. Each seed, one through six, will receive a percentage of the one of the first, second, and third place prize money combined. The pick'em pool money will be combined regular season and playoff and given to the current leader. One through six percentage breakdown below. Okay, so I just read to you, you know, word for word off of my rule book. So I'm going to explain real quick. My league does a separate NFL weekly pick'em that we do cash payouts for, you know, the winner of the regular season and the winner of the playoffs. Just to kind of get that out of the way. So each seed, one through six, will receive a percentage of the prize of the the total pool. Okay, so this is the, the the fantasy winner, the champion prize pool, first, second, and third place. And then I specify in my league that is there's a different pool for the pick'em playoffs or the pick'em regular season champion. Okay, so it's about seventy five bucks between the two of them, and the other five hundred twenty five dollars will be split up between the top six seeds. Okay, I felt like this was the most fair way to do it. You know, whoever got up to that point. Now, obviously, you're gonna make some people upset with. You know, if they were the seventh and they had more points, you know, whatever your league playoff settings are, I feel like it's appropriate for you to use those settings here. If you give the top five seeds a playoff bid and then the sixth seed is based on points scored after the top five, by all means, run it like that. And then you can pay out like I'm going to tell you right now, we did percentage of, I laid out the percentage of the total pot. So the one seed and the two seed will receive 25% of the non-pick'em pot. So right there, that's 50%, right? Two people, 25% each, first and second place. The third and fourth seed will get 15% of the total pot. So that's a combined 30. You add that to our 50 above, and that's 80%. And the fifth and sixth seed get 10% of the pick and pot, which would equate to 20%, adds up, makes it 100, okay? So 
the one and two seed, 25%, three and four seed, 15%, five and six seed, 10%. Now, I did this just so I could break it up and give some sort of tier, um, you know, for being higher higher ranked in the league, first through six, right? This is the easiest way I felt like we could divide up the prize money. And I felt like the most important thing was to not give first place a higher percentage of the pool because... You know, I'm you know I'm a purist. I'm a fantasy football purist, and I think that to be the champion and to you know hoist the trophy, wear the belt, but you know get the ring, you have to actually win the game. So I felt like splitting up the pot in a situation where the league cancels the season. I feel like this is the best way to do it. Just make it even for the top two teams. Acknowledge that they got to the to the finals, so they are tech you know technically the final two teams, and pay them out accordingly. Now it's only twenty five percent of that five hundred and twenty five bucks, but hey, it's still you know a good chunk of money. All right, section five says if the NFL pauses its season with plans to resume at a later date, we will too. Now the NBA did this in twenty twenty. They were kind of the first league to do this. This is where the rule. This is where this specific rule came from. Was you know I always kind of thought there was a chance that the NFL could pause the season if like too many teams had an outbreak. You know that never happened. But, you know, a lot of the things that there's rule for, rules for in this book right now are things that didn't necessarily happen, but at least, you know, I was prepared for those situations. And if they did come up, you know, I try to prepare for the most likely scenarios. And I think these few things are, you know, were the most likely. And the NFL pausing the season instead of canceling it outright seemed like the most likely scenario that could happen. So if they pause, we pause and we'll continue later on. Okay, if the NFL had plans to continue, then we would too. All right, so the last section I'm going to talk about today is the is a section in here about backup players. All right, so this is more of an in-season, week-to-week way to manage rosters. You know, last year we had games that were pushed to Tuesday, rescheduled for Monday. You know, they were, they were postponed to later parts of the week. The biggest fear for me as a commissioner was is that somebody would start you know, set their lineup, then one of their, you know, star players would be, his, their game would be pushed to Tuesday and then canceled, right? So what do you do as a commissioner? What do you do? Did you assign, like, what do you do? Do you just make them take a zero? You know, that's no fun. So I came up with the backup rule. So in my rule book, it reads, if a player's game is in danger of being canceled, each fantasy manager with players in that game can nominate a backup player for you know the player in danger okay to nominate a backup player we used the nickname feature um on our host site and all you did was go into the player that had a game that was in danger of being canceled and you would change their nickname to the player you wanted to nominate as the backup okay so for example if you had derrick henry tennessee titans they were in some trouble early in the season right if you had derrick henry playing a game and his game is in danger of having of being canceled for you know covid reasons right and then the other thing too is you got to specify this is covid only the global pandemic scene the whole idea of this is this is covid only stuff we're not doing backup players for you know an injury or something like if a if mike evans is a game time decision you're not setting a backup player for mike evans this is covid related only okay you have derrick henry he's playing on tuesday night probably going to smash because that's what Derrick Henry does. And there's an outbreak in Tennessee's locker room. And there's a possibility of that game being canceled. What we did was whoever had Derrick Henry, 
would, you know, pick a player on, you know, their bench to designate as Derrick Henry's backup if Derrick Henry's game that particular week was canceled for COVID reasons. So let's say you had Giovanni Bernard on your bench. You would change Derrick Henry's nickname to Giovanni Bernard. However, your your host platform does it. You know, we use Sleeper. It's pretty simple. I think it's under your team. I go to my team and then like player nicknames and you can change it pretty quickly and you can erase it. And, you know, it's a very easy way to to set it up. Now, the, one of the most important things to note about doing this is that for you to nominate that player. So in this case, for let's say I had Derek Henry on my team and I also had Giovanni Brown on my bench. If Gio, Gio played on Thursday night and I didn't find out about this game until Friday morning, well, I can't use Gio because he already played. That's the rule in my league. It's you have to designate a player as a backup before they play their game. So, you know, you can't, if Gio scores 25 points on Thursday night football and Friday morning you wake up and you're like, oh, wow, that was an awesome game. And then you find out that the Tennessee game that week with Derrick Henry is going to be postponed or canceled. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to use Giovanni Bernard to score 25 points. That's not how we play fantasy football. You know, this is not best ball. Best ball is played in hindsight. Regular fantasy football is not played with hindsight. So you can't just pick and choose the best performance and put that as your backup. Okay? That's too much of a competitive advantage. So the rule is, is that you cannot pick a player that has already played. You have to set them as a backup before the game starts. Now, another important note. This is more of like a tip, right? Or actually, the next part will be a tip. This part will be the replacement player must be a qualified replacement on your roster, okay? So in my rulebook, I say it has to be running back for running back or quarterback for a quarterback or, you know, a wide receiver for wide receiver, tight end for tight end. Now, Pro tip, if you're throwing this in your league, which I highly recommend you do, if you have a player that's in question, their game is moved to Tuesday, move that player to your flex. It gives you maximum flexibility when you have to use a replacement player because if you put Derrick Henry in your flex instead of your running back spot, now you can name a wide receiver or a tight end as your backup player. Guys, that's going to do it for us tonight. Please follow the show on all of our social media accounts. Thank you for listening. Justin will be back in studio on Thursday's episode. Stay safe out there, man. Have a good couple days. See you on Thursday. Peace.